Welcome, Jurassic fans, to the 179th episode of your Nerd podcast, I guess so. I'm Daniel, your host, and this is just me today, because Matthew hasn't replied to us in about a week. I'm starting to get worried, actually, but I'll be trying to talk to him, all right? So don't worry, he's probably all right. That sometimes happens with Matt. He just goes completely like uh, out of the radar and then we find out he was just traveling anyways and larry is well she's visiting her mama and uh, her uh, herbie's mama because today is mother's day right so it's just uh, normal for people to do that anyways but uh, i wanted to give you something and of course something special so we're doing some paleo news together haven't done that in a while love doing this segment of our show so let's get started with this shall we in this week paleo news the first thing that i've come to know here is that some uh, larval mouse of small beetle larvae they were found in amber which is already special for jurassic fans like us we are all about amber that's just our thing but you see the point is that that larva they were probably and apparently eating feathers uh, which is so interesting because you see we do have this uh, species of beetles we still have them nowadays they are not extinct they're pretty different nowadays because nowadays they can uh, live in nests and uh, kind of like even attack the nest owners like they can kill them but these species that have been recovered in them but they do not possess that kind of apparatus that is necessary for a beetle to kill the uh, the nest host. But you see, the interesting thing about this Dermastis, which are the kinds of beetles that we're talking about here, is that every other animal is not a, of, does not mean any danger to the people who own a museum, because things that are in a museum are generally not edible. But you see, these beetles, he sees old feathers and fur and skin and goes yummy yummy. Yeah, they do enjoy eating so uh, this old stuff, which is uh, pretty interesting in this case because of course there was not a, a living creature that it was feeding on. It was just like a, a a feather that had fallen off, something like that, and it was near a tree. Then some resin dropped on top of it and it got fossilized forever in ember. Just like you see in Jurassic Park, you know? But they didn't get any dino DNA, because this is no bloody mosquito. And even if it were, that's just fiction, you guys. That's not how it works. Anyways, the point is that it's pretty interesting because this is an ecological relationship. We see here an animal that is feeding on another creature, not the living animal, is just a part of it, but it's still happening in the ecosystem. And now, one more thing that we have to consider is that this feather, it was not, a, it didn't come from like a, a modern bird, just like we have nowadays, because modern birds didn't exist yet. There were like creatures that were bird-like, and there were dinosaurs that were pretty similar to birds, but not modern birds. So we don't really know whether this feather that the beetle was feeding on were either like from a dinosaur or a 
kind of bird, but it's certainly not a modern bird, right? It was this uh, prehistoric version of creatures that we had. Anyways, so this is the first news, which is still pretty interesting because I love insects, I love dinos. Here we have uh, both of them together. It's cool as hell. Second one here, did you watch Walking with Dinosaurs? You remember that on BBC? Well, if you remember the Luplurodon, it was said to be 25 meters long in the documentary. And after that, for several years, we've been hearing jokes about that, that that was so inaccurate that those people from BBC, they should have done a bit more research. Well, I've got something to tell you. Some great news, if that's what you will see it as. Now, we are seeing something here coming coming straight from the University of Portsmouth. So paleontologists, they're publishing a paper on a similar species that could probably reach about 14.4 meters. That is twice the size of a killer whale. And we also have here something that was an interview with the Professor David Marrow, the guy who was a consultant for the, uh, for the BBC's pilot program, Crew C, the one where we see the Luperodome. And he says that back at that time, in 1999, there was barely any evidence about this. So he tried to guess, basically. And yeah, he kind of got that pretty wrong. But he admits that in the interview. All right. He was like, yeah, I was uh, wrong as heck. Now, please forgive me. Hands up in the air. Well, uh, I mean, paleontology is, it's a science field, right? Everything is science. We like make hypotheses about it, then we test it, and then we go, well, we were right, or well, whoopsie-daisy, we were wrong. But it's not like other fields where we can look at the creature or the subject and make up conclusions based on that. Dinosaurs and other animals that we study in paleontology have been dead for millions of years. So it's not really that kind of testing. It's a pretty curious kind of science that we have to do around uh, these cases specifically, you know? And so the one thing that we have to consider here is that, well, they found some vertebrates, but this was not just part of like uh, a digging site. No, they actually found that in the museum. So we have a uh, Professor Martus and then the co-author who is Megan Jacobs. So Megan was photographing an ichthyosaur skeleton at uh, Abingdon County, the Hall Museum there at uh, Abingdon County. And then Dave was looking through some drawers of fossils, and he thought a vertebrae. And he, well, he got so interested, like, uh, what was that? What animal did it belong to? Then the curator said that they had three more of those vertebrae. They then studied it, and there is something here that is um, about the origin of it. They were discovered during temporary excavations at Warren Farm in the River Thames Valley in Oxfordshire. They come from the Kimmeridge Clay Formation, that is a Lake Jurassic in age around 152 million years old. Now you see, uh, that doesn't mean, of course, that the Lupurodon was uh, 25 meters in length, like they had in the show, but uh, that just gives you the possibility of thinking, maybe, perhaps, you know, now that we have a similar species that was much bigger, I mean, 14.4 meters, that's a 
bigger than a Tyrannosaurus, right? And there is also something here even about the ecology of this creature. So we know that they were attacking and predating ichthyosauruses. We know that because there are marks of teeth in their bones. So this is just fascinating, incredible stuff. Man, I love this. So this is it for today. Eh? We have a big if on the Leprodon case. And we now know that Beatles ate dinosaur feathers, which is neat as hell, if you ask me. All right, Jurassic fans, this is it for today. For the next episode, we'll be probably recording chapter 27 of An Unwanted Discovery. So thank you so much for listening to our show. We'll be seeing you next week. Keep going for this code.